Well, 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 well. Welcome back, all you beautiful people, to the uh, Smoking and Toasting radio program and podcast brought to you by the fine folks over at uh, MyCigarTShirts.com. Cigar-related t-shirts and hoodies and other whatnot with snarky sayings for you cigar lovers out there. MyCigarTShirts.com because cigars. How's everybody doing today? So uh, today we ran into a little uh, stumbling spot. Uh, Crews can't make it today. It was last minute. I... Tried to get somebody in within the last 45 minutes, but that's a little bit high demand to say, hey, dude, whatever you're doing, drop it and come in here in 45 minutes. So I just decided to come in and at least do a little bit uh, part of the show to keep it somewhat normal. We will be back in full force next week like normal. But for now, I figured I'd come in and uh, give you <laughs> what's going on, Bruce. I see you on her. I figured I'd come in and give you guys a rundown on uh, on what's going on today. So... Uh, normally, this is the point in the program where uh, Cruz would ask me uh, if I've uh, had a chance to smoke a cigar, and I have. Uh, as a matter of fact, I went over to Casa de Monte Cristo today and talked with uh, Ken over there. Ken is such a uh, he's, I think, uh, the um, regional manager out there. Or, uh, yeah, I think that's what it is. Uh, he's such a nice guy, and I asked him what was new and awesome. He turned me on to a cigar, the Monte Cristo 135th Anniversary. Uh, I picked the uh, number two. This was a 56 by 6 and 1 eighth uh, torpedo. It was very nice. Uh, it was a uh, Nicaraguan in origin. I didn't get a chance to get the wrapper, binder, and filler information and all that other stuff as I was trying to text people to see if I could get them to come on the show. So you'll have to go with a little less information on that point. But let me tell you about this cigar. This cigar had the appearance of dark coffee brown with a golden black label. Very solid box press. Felt awesome in the hands. Very firm feel. Leathery wrapper with very few veins. Smooth, a little bit oily uh, overall. The pre-light sniff on this cigar. Uh, I got earth. I got barnyard. I got sweet spices at the foot. There was not a lot of uh, nose on most of the cigar, but at the foot, the 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 uh, the cigar definitely definitely had a, a bit of a bouquet. The uh, pre-light draw on this, I used a clip. It had a light draw to it. Uh, sweet cappuccino, hints of dark chocolate and fruit, fermented hay, fresh cut lumber, and a kiss of pepper. The initial light on this. This is a Nicaraguan cigar, and it had. The Nicaraguan Pepper Blast. I need to write a song for that. Maybe I'll do that sometime in the next few weeks. We'll see how that goes, because that'd be fun to insert in there. It has to be a metal song, because it's Nicaraguan Pepper Blast, right? The uh, initial light on this, Nicaraguan Pepper Blast, cedar, underlying sweet toast, classic tobacco flavors, uh, retrohales, peppery, and cedar. The first third of this cigar, cedar and sweet, leather, earth, uh, backed by pepper and a touch of cinnamon I got on there. Uh, medium strength comes across in a complex uh, bouquet of flavors while remaining creamy and sweet. Cedar dryness kind of teases the palate into a mouth-watering finish that yearns for the next puff. Solid ash, perfect burn. The second third of the cigar, dark fruit, cedar, pepper, and sweet cinnamon toast defines the next stage of the journey. Cedar dryness and pepper create the backbone, allowing more complex flavors to take turns with each puff. Retrohale is cedar and leather with a touch of sweet cinnamon toast, solid ash, perfect burn. The last third on the cigar... Tangy leather notes move forward with the cedar and pepper. Slightly nutty flavors surface from time to time, taking turns with coffee, earth, dark fruit, 
bitter chocolate, sweet cinnamon toast, retrohale is leather, pepper, and sweet nuttiness, solid ash, perfect burn. So this is a brand new cigar. It just came out uh, yesterday or day before, I think. Um, and uh, so I was lucky to get in there and get one uh, real, real soon. This is a $16 cigar. It's not a cheap one. But I gave it a solid six. This is a fantastic cigar. It's up there with the uh, uh, Alma Fuerte and a bunch of other ones that are in the $20 range easily. And I would be super happy uh, with this cigar even at that price range. So I gave it a, a solid six on the... Uh on the price to quality. For those of you not familiar with the price to quality scale, this is a scale uh, that goes from one to 10, but it's a sliding scale. It works in the way like if you get a, a five, you get exactly what you pay for. If you get less than five, you probably have an okay cigar, but wish you didn't pay quite so much for it. And if you get over five, it's punching a little above its price class. And at $16, that's a pretty tough one to do. That's a, that's a lot when you get into a $16 cigar because you expect a lot from a $16 cigar. If anyone out there has had that, I'd love to see some comments on it. Uh, I think it's fantastic. I don't usually reach for Monte Cristo cigars just due to the ubiquitous nature of them, and uh, generally speaking, they're on the milder side. So for me, the uh, the Monte Cristos, which are always good, I'd never turn one down, but uh, I just don't generally reach for them because they're generally more mild. This was not. This was in the medium uh, category, definitely. Um, but great complex flavors and definitely, definitely worth the price. Uh, and at that price, you can treat it as a fantastic uh, special occasion cigar. That would work out really nice. Alan Howard. Brianna, I see all you out there watching. That's awesome. Love it. So Cruz today couldn't make it. He called last minute. And uh, this is, I think, the first time he's ever, ever in two. What episode is this? Two hundred and. 264 and a half because, you know, it's just me. <laughs> so, 264 episodes. Uh, Cruz has never called last minute and can't make it. So uh, he obviously doesn't take this very, uh, very lightly. But uh, I hope he gets to feeling a little bit better. We don't think it's coronavirus. It has different... Uh, different symptoms going on so uh so let's all let's all keep him in our thoughts and pardon me hope he's doing much better i'm sitting here with a uh, saint arnold h-town pilsner as my show beer today um unfortunately i was already out of the house uh and and almost here when Cruz called without enough time to uh stop and get any beers or anything to talk about so uh i'm gonna just gonna do a short episode today i've got uh i've got my cigar review which i already did that was fun i also have a bit of drinking news for you so i'm gonna dive we're gonna we're gonna jump right into the last segment of the <laughs> of the show normally because this is usually happens in the second to last segment the last segment's very short but uh we're gonna dive straight into that and i'm gonna do uh, what, what is now one of the most popular parts of the show, I'm going to do our drinking news, drinking news. Now it's time for drinking news, drinking news, drinking news. Now it's time for drinking news. A Florida man with one arm said he had a gator for a pet. When asked about his absent arm, he said, uh, he said, uh, I had to take my gator to the vet. Drinking news, drinking news. Now it's time for drinking news. Cheers, y'all. Let's give a round of applause to uh, to Adam back there to cover that part of it. All right, drinking news. This is <laughs> this is a story that's just so bizarrely outlandish. Uh, my wife had to send it to me because she couldn't believe it. This is from um, USA Today, actually, which. 
as far as I know, is reasonably reputable. Uh, <laughs> it's anti-vaxxer tells supporters that the new COVID antidote is. Wait, that the new COVID antidote is. Are you ready for this? Go ahead. Can I guess what it is? Go ahead. Drinking your own pee. How did you know? <laughs> I mean, why didn't I think of that? Oh, because it's drinking your own pee. <laughs> You're in therapy. As the pandemic has evolved and vaccinations have become uh, politicized, the door is open for some questionable alternatives to treat COVID-19. You're in therapy where advocates encourage people to drink their own urine. <laughs> It's just funny to say where advocates encourage. Let me say it one more time. Advocates encourage people to drink their own urine, um, tap into its redemptive properties is among the latest uh, and a recent video is among the latest and a recent video calling the therapy. The next COVID antidote was viewed over 366,000 times. I have to assume that some of these people are taking it seriously. I hope that the most of those are just as flabbergasted by this as I am. Like, I, I, I know how the body works to some degree, okay? I, I at least know certain things. If, if your body squeezes it out, it's probably not good to put it back in. In 90% in of all cases, right? I've never thought to myself, man, I just sweat a lot. I should drink that. <laughs> after a good workout, like who? <laughs> like, God, I just lost a lot of set, sweat through my, uh, a lot of salt through my sweat. I should just, uh, that, I mean, I just don't understand like where the where these people brains. I've seen a rise in anti-vaxxers and conspirators supporting uh, urine, Viagra, and other odd alternatives to the vaccine, says Dr. Amanda Torres, a physician at Winchester Hospital in Boston. It's dangerous. Um, let's let's not even go to it's dangerous. Let's just go to ew. Like, ew, who wants to drink their own urine? Like, that's that's just, that's pretty far out. Christopher Key, who travels the country to preach about the dangers of vaccines and masks, has taken too much to, uh, to has taken to promoting urine therapy as his, uh, on his vaccine police website. Okay, uh, I know to a lot of you this sounds crazy, guys. God's given us everything we need, said Key, who claims tons of research, tons of research is in, uh, Air is in quotations there. Tons of research has been done on this urine therapy. <laughs> tons of research. Not citing anything specific, by the way. Just tons of it. Tons of it. Uh, there's no scientific or peer-related research claims uh, to support Key's claims, it says. Uh, Key's Twitter account was suspended as of Tuesday morning, but his Telegram account, where Key often promotes his uh, beliefs, remains active. I... Yeah... Do you have anything to say about this? Adam's helping me out here. <laughs> no, I was just Googling, like, what are the, the science behind it? I was just really genuinely curious. I'm like, is there any scientific evidence out there? And it's just like everything I see is just nothing There's good. tons of research, he said. Tons. <laughs> tons of research. You know, at the end of the day, I mean, you can try. Look, I, you're not me. It's probably not something I'm going to do. Um, but... Um, you know, you do what you want. At the end of the day, though, you're going to have piss breath. I mean, let's just talk about that for a second. Now, there's other stuff that comes out of your body. You ever, you ever squeeze a zit and go, hmm, that should be back inside my body? I, I, your body puts stuff out for a reason because <laughs> it's not good to be in. So putting it back in and recycling, it seems 
faulty. You know what? Uh, even like the, a lot of those survival shows have been debunked on drinking your own pee. Like, don't do that. That's bad for you, right? Yeah, dehydration faster. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it, yeah, so it, it dehydrates. Adam says it dehydrates you even faster. Uh, it's already it's already been like purged of its useful properties, and that's why your body's putting it out. You know, and especially here's a thought to consider: you're supposed to be hydrated to the point where your pee is mostly clear, right? So if it's not, man, that's bad. And it, I can't even believe I'm talking about this. We're talking about drinking pee. First off, it's pee. Don't drink it. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know what to say. And drinking your own pee. If you drink somebody else's pee, I think that's a fetish, right? What if what if it was uh, fermented pee? Fermented pee. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, like, or say you're drinking a lot of beer, and was, like you uh, know when like, when you pee after you've drank quite a bit of beer, it's usually. Kind of smells like beer. It's a little foamy. Yeah, but I. But then, then, like, you know what I mean? Like, imagine drinking that kind of pee. Like, if you just drink, like, straight water pee, it might not be as bad. But if you drink the beer pee, that's got to be Man, ten times worse. Man, I had fun worse. the first time I drank that. Maybe the second time is going to be good, too. I, I don't know. Like I said, you're, you know, you don't vomit something and then think to yourself, wow, I'm kind of hungry now I should put that back in like I just can't believe that people are thinking that your body puts this out oh God gave us peace so we need to put it back in our bodies I don't understand the whole, uh, I, you know what I'm gonna stop right now because this is a ridiculous rant it's absolutely crazy uh I don't know you know this is uh, it's hard to even fall into the psychology of this like where does this guy <laughs> what goes through his mind to go? You know what I'll do instead of taking <laughs> instead of taking the vaccination, I'll drink this pee. I've been looking for something to do with it. I, I don't even know how that crosses your mind, right? Like, like, is there any any part of my life? I'm I'm looking back and I've I've done some questionable things over the years, but I've never thought to myself, this pee should go back inside me. I've never once, you know. Never, never once. You know, even um yeah, we've all like uh, verped a little bit, right? Yep. You got to swallow that back. That's not pleasant. <laughs> I mean, come on. This is just a real life thing, right? So, pee. Like, who wants to drink pee? Anybody out there have anything to say about this? Because I don't know where to even go with this. I'm, I, you know what? I'm going to wrap it up right now because <laughs> because I literally can't get past the first part of it. Who thinks that's a good idea? You know, like, I don't know, fermented pee, that's, see, as, as crazy as uh, um, alcohol uh, and, uh, and beer makers are, no one's thought of that, or if they have, uh, you know, it was a joke and you were drunk, you know, so that's all I got to say today for uh, drinking news, so here it is, <laughs> Nick Cook says, outside of not kink shaming, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Hey, if it's your kink, you go on with your bad self. It's not me. It doesn't affect me. I'm okay with it. <laughs> right? Drinking news. Drinking news. Now it's time for drinking news. Cheers, y'all. All right. <laughs> I don't have any other subjects, Liliana. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> I love to see you on here. That was the drinking news for today. Uh, I really, uh, I don't, I didn't have time to put anything together for the show, so we're gonna go ahead and call it uh, an end to the show today. And uh, and I hope you guys have a wonderful Thursday. I did want to show up on here since I was close to the area anyway, since I was on my way here. And do at least some segment to let you guys know that we're still here. We still love you guys. And uh, we will be back in full force. Uh, I do believe we have somebody coming on next week. Uh, is that true, Adam? Do you have an idea who that might be? Let's see. I'm going to look it up real quick. I should have had that uh, up already. Uh, next week, is that the 27th? Peter Clifton. Peter Clifton's oh, going to be on. Oh, it's the week after. Okay, so next week it looks like it'll be me and Cruz again, and then the week after, well, Peter Clifton. We actually have a, a pretty nice schedule coming up right now. We got Peter Clifton, we got Trey Boring from uh, Cigar Rates of America, we got Mark Borrell. He's from uh, the Rainbow Lodge. He's going to talk about Valentine's drinks and wines. He is so fun. If you guys haven't caught a show with him, he is so fun. Um, we got uh, Heaven's Door. Jordan Davis from Heaven's Door is going to come on on February 24th. It looks like Sean Anger from Fox and Seeker. We had him on a bit uh, 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 a bit earlier with uh, Chris Morris. He did the show where we talked about the, the uh, gin versus vodka martinis. That was a lot of fun. Fox and Seeker makes both gin and vodka. He uh, reached out to me and uh, has his new uh, barrel-rested gin available. And so... Uh, he, he said, how can I get you on? I said, why don't you just come on the show? Let's make that happen. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Those are some things coming up uh, in the very near future. Um, so I hope you guys are uh, here to see it. And you guys have a wonderful, wonderful day.